PP Planey is brought to you by the Turo Hosts Mentorship Group. Do you want to get started as a Turo host, but don't know where to start? Are you dedicated to building a prosperous car share business? Visit www.bpblaney.com forward slash mentorship and join the carpool on the road to becoming a successful Turo host. Welcome to BP Blaney, where you will discover all things Turo, car share, and car rental. Whether you're a guest or host on Turo, BP Blaney takes you on an exciting drive through the ins and outs of the car sharing marketplace. Be sure to visit our website at www.bpblaney.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, get in the driver's seat and buckle up. Let's go. Turo go or Turo no? I'm Lainey, I'm a Turo Power Host here in the Charlotte area with a fleet of over 20 cars. In this video, I'm gonna go over everything about Turo Go so you can decide if you wanna enable it on your eligible cars or not. Now, before we get into the pros and cons of Turo Go, just to note if you're a brand new host and you're wondering why Turo Go isn't an option for you, that might be because you must complete four trips on Turo before you can host Turo Go cars. So after you complete that fourth trip, that should be available to you. All right, let's get into it. So one of the reasons why hosts like TuroGo is because it takes some of the work off their plate. They don't have to check the guest ID, they don't have to take check-in photos, and since the guests can let themselves into the car, it completely eliminates the need for a lockbox or having to remote unlock the car for the guests. But despite all those pros, there's still a lot of hosts who will not enable TuroGo because even though it is more convenient, it does bring about a lot more risk. And I don't suggest anybody enable TuroGo until you understand that the policies that apply to regular trips may or may not apply to TuroGo trips. And of course, not understanding policy puts the host at risk for losing a lot of money, denied damage claims, and or avoiding their protection plan. One of the biggest advantages of using TuroGo is you can set your lead time to only five minutes, whereas other non-TuroGo trips, the lowest you can set it is an hour. And because you don't have to take check-in photos, this works really well for hosts that have a busy life or have another job aside from Turo. Because the host can just put the car at the drop-off location and set it available for five minutes and a guest can book it and let themselves into the car. Literally all they have to do is clean the car and put it available at their drop-off location. What some hosts who have busy lives and other jobs will do with cars that are not TuroGo is they'll snap the pictures in the morning and then if the car books, they'll upload them to the trip and if nobody books the car, they took the photos for nothing. But with TuroGo, you can just set it and forget it. And it really works out to the host advantage having a lead time of five minutes because if somebody really needs a car right now, all of the non-TuroGo cars that require an hour lead time, they're going to get filtered out. And because a lot of other hosts are getting filtered out simply because they can't set their lead time to less than an hour, it puts the Turo Go host at a very high advantage because they're not only the only ones available, but they can actually charge more because of that. What I've done and what I know a lot of other Turo Go hosts have done is leave my car available ready at the airport with a five minute lead time. That way, anybody who gets off the plane and needs a car immediately, maybe they booked a last minute emergency trip, they have a car available immediately that they can get to in five minutes and it's much quicker than any rental car counter anyway. You're also going to be one of the first people that Turo will call when a guest needs to get rebooked. So if a guest's first trip doesn't work out with Turo and support needs to rebook a guest, they're going to find the host with the lowest amount of lead time and that's going to be usually a Turo Go host. This has actually happened to me a few times because I had cars set and ready to go at the airport within five minutes. Support called me just to confirm that the car was available in five minutes and when I said yes, 
they had that guest booked immediately into my car. And the cool thing about that is, I live a half an hour from the airport, but because it's a Turo Go car and I left it clean at the airport, and I don't need to take check-in photos, and I don't need to take pictures, I didn't have to do anything. It's fabulous major advantage but with that it's also really important to note that with turo go you have to give the guest 12 hours to check in you're not going to be able to report a guest no show after 30 minutes like regular trips you must give the guest 12 hours this can be a major disadvantage depending on where your check-in location is so if you have the car somewhere you where you're having to pay for parking or you can't leave the car overnight turo go may not be for you another important thing to know is guests will be able to let themselves into the car up to 30 minutes before the trip starts They'll be able to do this right through the Turo app because it connects to your car. The host basically hooks the car up to Turo Go, puts the key in the glove box, and 30 minutes before the trip starts, the guests can let themselves in through the app. With Turo Go, the earliest a host can let a guest into the car is 30 minutes before the trip. With non-Turo Go cars, you can give the guest access to the car up to an hour, but that is not the case with Turo Go. It's 30 minutes. The major difference here is with non-Turo Go trips, the host doesn't have to give access to the car up to an hour. They can wait until the time the trip starts. But with Turo Go, they will be able to open the car up to 30 minutes before their trip. So that car has got to be ready. And if a guest asks for early access to the car, say 45 minutes prior, that's not going to be able to happen because the the app will not unlock the car. They're going to have to modify the trip if they want earlier access. And this is because the host cannot unlock the car for the guest. The host will not be able to remote unlock the car for early access because it will void their protection plan. The guest must let themselves into the car. If a host unlocks the car for the guest or hands them the key in person, their protection plan is void. This is really important to understand. If a guest has trouble getting into the car remotely, they have to call Turo support. Turo support will try to troubleshoot, and if they can't troubleshoot, it's going to have to be turned into a regular trip, and the host is going to have to go down there and take pre-trip photos. So really, your car has to be at the location and available, because 30 minutes before the trip starts, the, the guest is going to be able to see exactly where the car is and travel to that car. So as the host, you really do need to have your Turo Go car where it needs to be way before 30 minutes before the trip starts because at the 30 minute mark, the guests can see through the app the location of the car. It takes them to the car like a GPS would. And you don't want to run into the guests because if you see that guest face to face, your protection plan is void. Turo Go has to be truly contactless. And you might be thinking, well, that's dumb. Why would seeing the guests void the protection plan? This is likely because with Turo Go, the host does not have to take any pre-trip photos to be covered by Turo's protection plan. The onus is 100% on the guest to take those photos. If a guest doesn't want to be responsible for something they see on the car, they must take a photo. Otherwise, they could be held responsible. And the app walks the guest through that entire process. But if the guest is present, they could do something like help the guest with the check-in process and completely bypass that part and pin something on them. So Turo does not want the host to be present at all for Turo Go. So it's probably a good idea to put in your messages to your guests beforehand. Hey, this is a Turo Go trip. If you do happen to see me upon check-in and you get there early, please stand back because in order for this to be a Turo Go trip, this has to be completely contactless. If we talk or I see you, we're gonna have to turn it into a regular trip and it's gonna be a much longer process for you to get access to the car. And that's why I recommend having that car in place way prior ahead of time. Now damage claims work just like with normal trips except you don't need pre-trip photos. The host will still need to snap a photo of the damage within 24 hours after the trip ends. It is 100% on the guest to take pre-trip photos. And that is a major plus as a host to Turo Go trips is we don't need to take pre-trip photos 
It's all on the guest. However, I do still highly suggest that you take the photos, just don't upload them into the app. All photos will have the metadata on them, so if you do need them, you will be able to use them, just don't upload them into the app. I suggest just leaving them on your phone until the trip is over and you know you're not making any claims. Now, I always like to at least have the dash photo just for my reference. You will still need to go through the checkout screen in order for the gas and mileage to be captured. So basically when you check in for a trip and you open up the Turo app, it will go into like the Toyota app or the Volkswagen app or the Ford app or whatever and capture the current mileage. In order to prove what the mileage was at when you gave the car to the guest, you either have to go through that checkout screen and let it read the amount of miles or you're going to need to have a photo. So I still like to have that dash photo just in case anything funky happens. Now one of the riskiest parts about being a Turo Go host and why a lot of hosts just don't want to use it at all is we don't get the guest full name and date of birth. So we don't actually know who's renting the car. Turo is verifying the guest for us so we don't get the information like we do on normal trips. Now Turo does say that they put that guest through extra checks, but we don't know what those extra checks are. So the host loses the opportunity to verify the guest and do the check-in process themselves. And because many hosts want the ability to know who exactly has their car, they skip Turo Go, which is understandable. However, some hosts really like that and consider it a plus because it does take, in a way, some of the risk away from us because we won't be held responsible for not verifying a license correctly because we don't have to do that at all. That is completely on Turo, so that's nothing that we can mess up. If Turo makes a mistake, they will still cover us. So as long as we don't meet the guest in person and we don't unlock the car for them, we are still covered under Turo's protection plan if they make a mistake in verifying the guest. Unfortunately, it's more common than you probably would think when guests try to trick hosts into providing false information and giving access to the car. They bank on the fact that a host won't notice that a license is expired or it's literally the wrong person holding the license next to their face. Or they'll upload a picture of a state ID card instead of a license, which is just an ID card and doesn't allow the person to drive. As a host, we won't run into those problems because we don't get to do that at all. There's no way for us to make a mistake in verifying an ID. So I guess the fact that a host doesn't have the ability to verify a guest could be a pro or con depending on how you look at it. So tell me in the comments whether you like TuroGo, you don't like TuroGo, are you going to do it, would you not do it, and why? Thank you for tuning in to BB Blaney, where we take you on an exciting drive and chat about all things Turo, car share, and car rentals. Remember to visit our website at www.bbblaney.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on BP Blaney.